Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Accidents and mistakes are definitely avoidable, and there are a lot of things that lead up to a mistake that you make on your route. I'm going to go over some ways to prevent most of these. And of course, we're human, and there's going to definitely be times where we do make a mistake or an error. And I'll go over some of the things that you can do again to prevent it. And if you do make a mistake, things how to rectify those mistakes. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. One easy way to make a mistake is when you multitask and you're doing too many things at one time. I remember that I had this repairman that I work with and he was doing dry fittings on this install and he got a call. So he went out to take the call. He came back and he um, started doing the other fittings, but he didn't remember that two of the fittings were just dry fitted together, put everything together, you know, turned the system off, let everything dry. Next day, customer calls and says, hey, there's water coming all out all over the place here. He goes back over there and realized that he didn't put any PVC cement on the fitting because he was interrupted. And that's an easy mistake to make. I do this sometimes if I'm, you know, going to at a pool and a customer comes out and starts talking to me and I get distracted out of my routine and I've made the mistake of leaving the pool and adding chemicals or, you know, not doing something. I've done the typical mistake with the automated system where you put it in service mode or you dot you put it in timeout mode, but you hit the button only once and when the service mode and the pool's running 24 hours, 24-7. I've also left the pool off 24-7 by hitting, not hitting the start-stop on a VS pump. So all of these are things that are very common mistakes that happen out there. One thing that I would really recommend is that you have general liability insurance, just in case you make a mistake, like with the dry fittings and not putting PVC cement. This could cause a lot of damage to the property, could drain the pool down to you know a level where the water would cause harm in the backyard or for the neighbors at, at, behind them on a slope and the water runs into their house, you're probably liable for the damage in that case. And so the best way to prevent liability is to have general liability insurance. Now, this is for, you know, mistakes, emissions, things like this. You don't want to wantonly go out there and not do a good job or or be diligent. This is just a safety net. And I think the best one that I recommend is the SPPA.com. Again, that's the SPPA.com. And the rates are really good. They insure in every state except New York. New York's kind of weird. You'd actually be hard-pressed to find any general liability insurance in New York City or New York State. And I think one of the things that you really need to understand is that that liability insurance is going to protect you not only from errors that you may make out there. Let's say you turn on the customer's water to fill up the pool, which again is a definite no-no, and I would not recommend you filling a customer's pool 
except under extreme emergencies or if you're doing a vacant home and you need to fill it while you're there. If that's part of the contract with the realtor where you're maintaining the vacant home, that's perfectly fine. You want to put some safety measures in place so you don't leave the water on. But this is here to protect you from those kind of errors. Also, it's there to protect you from a customer accusing you of doing something that you didn't do or some damage that they say you did, which wasn't your fault. They'll come in, they'll send an adjuster out there, they'll investigate it, and and they'll come to the conclusion that whose fault it was, and it may not even be your fault that you're being accused of something. So the insurance is double-edged. It protects you from being falsely accused, and it also protects you when you do make an actual mistake out there. How do you prevent making a mistake? I think the first thing is not to be doing too many things at once. I had a friend who was an advisor to the fire department and he went to all their trainings and he would advise them of what needs to be corrected. And his statement was that all accidents can be prevented. So he was at one of the trainings and they parked their fire truck on a a little bit of a slope and the person didn't put the little things behind the wheels to stop it from rolling back. And right away, he caught that and he told him that, you know, this is going to not at this point, but in the future, you may be on a hill somewhere that's a little steeper and the truck will roll back and roll away or roll over somebody. And so little things like that, that was his job to actually be out there to make sure that, you know, everything was done correctly in training so that every accident could be prevented. And the same thing goes with your pool service. If you're paying attention to the details all the time. And I'm not saying you have to be like hyper vigilant out there and, you know, checking and double checking and triple checking, being some obsessive person, but you do need to really pay attention to specific details and have a routine where these details are not missed. For example, when I close the gate, I always reach back and I shake it before I leave the property. 100% of the time I'll do this because you don't want to leave any gates open some someone can get in there, a child or the dog can get out of the backyard. So you want to make sure that you have this particular thing in your routine. Close the gate, turn around and put your hand on it and pull or shake it to make sure that it's latched. Something simple like this is something that I do all the time. And it's something you can implement so that you'll know 100% of the time you're not going to accidentally leave a gate open. Now, don't be distracted. Do this every time when you go, come in and out of the pool Sometimes you have to go back to your truck to get something. I always make sure that I follow this routine every time I leave a gate. Because if you go back to your truck to get something and you leave the gate partially open, or you don't do this because you're not finished with the pool per se, the gate could be partially open, a dog can get out, or a child can get into the pool area, whatever the scenario. So you want to keep this routine and keep this detailed as part of your routine. Another thing that I like to do is to make sure I follow the same exact steps every time I go to the pool. And that way, it becomes almost like a memory, built-in memory that you're not going to forget to do something. And you can do this in any order that you're comfortable with, but there should be some point in your route or routine where you have it set up to where you check the skimmer basket, the pump basket, you check the chemicals, and then you add chemicals. Now, I always add chemicals at the end because sometimes you're adding something that's going to, you know, basically stink. You know, if you add a muriatic acid or something like that, I like to add it at the end so that I don't have to worry about the fumes. And same with the customer being there. You want to make sure that it's clear and there's no one around there. Sometimes you have to shock the pool and the pool may become cloudy if you're using Cal Hypo. 
And then if the pool is on trichlor tablets, I'll add the trichlor tablets at the end of my stop. That way I stay in this routine where I know that I've added the chemicals to the pool. And if I get out of my routine, I'll start to think and doubt myself and second guess myself, you know, that I add chemicals at that stop. So it's always good to do that. I always put my empties back into my truck. So if I'm using liquid chlorine, I'll put the empty container back into my truck when I get out there. If it's in the tote, that way I know I've added that chemical to the pool. And it's really important too that when I'm also inventorying the chemicals on my truck that I do this correctly. I've gone out before on my route with no chlorine or very little chlorine because I got out of my routine and didn't inventory everything. So usually at my last stop or when I pull into my driveway, I'll right away, of course when I pull in my driveway, I'll right away unload the chemicals that are empty and put the chemicals that I need for the next day in there. A lot of times when I wasn't doing this, I would get home and I wouldn't load up my truck with the chemicals for the next day. And then I would forget to change out the empties. You get busy, you know, you get distracted. And if you don't have this built-in routine where you load up your truck right when you get home that day, or if you do it in the morning, whatever, however you want to do this, you're going to go out there with very little chlorine or no chlorine on your truck. And this is something that I've done And I've learned to do this. So you kind of get the idea that if you stick to a routine, the chances of you making a mistake are very slim. The same goes for when you're doing any kind of repairs around the pool. If I need to turn the equipment off, I'll more than likely, if there's a sub-panel, turn the sub-panel off so that the breakers are off. Usually there's a sub-panel if you have an automated system. And so turning the breakers off is really easy at that point. Now you could put it in service mode. That's perfectly fine. But again, I've left the pool in service mode before. But I think the biggest issue is if you are doing a repair where you have to turn the pool off and maybe go get a part or come back the next day and you put it in service mode and you forget to tell the customer or you just don't bother to tell the customer that the pool's off and don't turn it on. Sometimes they'll be proactive and go out there and say, hey, the guy left it in service mode. I see it on my controller. It says service mode. I'm going to go out there and put it back in auto. And then, of course, if you have the filter tank lit off, Or if there's something else, you know, if it's not obvious, like the pump is missing, then the customer won't really know and they'll turn it on and there could be a problem. So I always turn off the breakers whenever I'm going to leave the pool, of course, to get parts or anything. You always want to turn the breakers off. But even as a habit, when I'm doing something at the pool, even my own pool, when I'm doing something, I always turn the breaker off because you never know when something weird might happen. A lot of accidents happen when you're taking the filter lid off or putting the filter lid on. And the pump comes on at that moment where you're putting the band on. And this calls for impeccable timing, but it can happen. And I've come close to this disaster before where, you know, I'm doing five or six filters a day and I'm not really paying attention because I'm actually overdoing it. And that's another problem that you can avoid. Don't overdo things. But sometimes I kind of overdo it. Hey, I have extra time. I'll do another filter. And then you start not to pay attention to those fine details. And so I did a filter one time where I took the lid off. And I cleaned it, I was putting the lid back on, and before I put the lid on, the pump came on, and everything came on, and I was like, what's going on here? And I looked at the timer, and I forgot to turn off the timer or the breaker, and that little on tripper came on right at the moment before I put the lid on. And that's when I realized that it's very dangerous, number one, to overdo things, and number two, it's very dangerous if you're not in a routine to where you turn the breakers off and where you make sure that the pool's not going to come on. So whenever I do a filter from now on, I make sure either the breaker's off or if it's an automated system, I have it in, you know, timeout mode or service mode. 
and I make sure that the pump is off before I even you know do any kind of filter cleaning. And it's part of my routine now. When I'm getting a filter cleaning ready, I'll turn the breaker off and then I'll go ahead and clean the filter. And then once everything is back, I'll turn the breaker back on once the lid's on and everything's secure. And that's kind of the routine that I've developed because I almost had an accident and it makes you think about, you know, that little sticker on the filter where it shows like the guy with the lid coming off and hitting him like a little, you know, stick figure. But in real life, it would be really disastrous. I mean, I've seen, I've seen and heard of the filter top coming off and blowing up over the house and going into the front yard. That's how much pressure is in that filter. So it's really dangerous if you are not careful in that particular aspect. I mentioned at the beginning about liability when you fill some customer's pool with water. This is something that's a definite no-no. Now, under extreme emergencies, I may add water to a customer's pool, but I'll make sure I put my truck keys there. And I also have this routine of leaving the gate. And then I walk, it's one of those things like some people are like, hey, did I turn my stove off or oven off? And, you know, they walk back in their house every time. So I have this weird thing where I'll put my truck keys there. If I do add water, I'll walk out to my truck and then I'll purposely walk back to the backyard just to make sure I didn't take my keys off without turning it off. I know it's weird, but it's something that's really benefited me when I add water to a pool. Now I'll do this if the customer is on vacation or if the house is vacant and this needs to be done. Other than that, the customer is the one responsible for adding water. And it's a very dangerous thing to be adding water to the customer's pool because you could leave without turning the water off and that would be a disaster. And this has happened to people that I know and it's it's a, it's a messy thing and there's a lot of liability involved in it, especially if the house gets damaged. It could be upwards of 50000 to 100000 in damage. So be very careful that you do not do this as a habit. Do this only on rare cases where it's an emergency. And then have this routine like I have where I'll put my truck keys on the shutoff valve. I'll shut off the valve. I'll put my truck keys on my belt. When I clip them on my belt, then I'll walk out to my truck. And then when I get to my truck, I'll walk back in just to make sure that I turned it off. I know it's weird, but it's kind of like a double check for me. And this is something that you really don't want to do because it causes a lot of liability. Only again, in rare cases. I think the biggest danger of making a mistake is when you're tired, you're overworked, you're overdoing it. This happens a lot here when the sand and the winds blow, you're really out of your routine because you're doing extra work at a pool, you're tired, you may be behind on your schedule, and you try to rush things to catch up. And this is where mistakes happen when you're trying to rush things or you know, you're know you behind or you're tired. And believe me, when the sand and the winds are blowing here, you're really tired because you're doing a lot of extra work. Sometimes you're not sleeping good at night because it's really windy at your house and you can hear everything rattling. All this leads to possible mistakes. So I think you have to be extra vigilant at this time. I've, I make a lot of mistakes when I'm really tired. I mean, I've knocked over things in the plumbing. I've broken things. One time I stepped on, there was a hose spigot coming out of the ground and there was a fill line and I accidentally, I don't know, I was in a rush doing something and I remember I kicked the pipe and I broke the spigot or where the autofill's at. It was on a PVC pipe, not the best thing. And it snapped and water was just going everywhere. So I, I turned off the water to the house. And, you know, this is something that happened many years ago. But fortunately, at that very moment, the landscaper showed up and I'm like, hey, 
he wouldn't happen to be able to fix this three-fourth fill line that I broke. And he's like, oh, yeah, I could fix it right away. He had all the plumbing on his truck and he was able to fix it. I don't carry, you know, uh, sprinkler size plumbing. He was able to fix it and everything was perfectly fine. And I, it was really one of those good moments or good timing moments. But, of course, there's other moments where it's not quite as good. So you have to be careful and very vigilant. And I, I, I think the landscapers and gardeners make the same mistakes we make because I was at a pool one time and I went back there and I saw all the pipes cracked and I kind of figured what happened. He was probably, you know, doing some weed whacking around equipment, lost his balance and, and cracked the pipes, fell on the pipes or something. Um, of course, he turned everything off. But, you know, everyone gets distracted. Everyone makes mistakes. And your job is not to, I guess the worst thing that can happen is falling in the pool because you weren't careful. And I've stepped in the spa before and I fall into the pool three times in, in my career one was pretty bad because the landscapers or gardeners were there and they just got a kick out of it with me falling into the pool and it just was me not being careful and not being diligent and not paying attention to where I was standing and this can happen to anybody and of course you just don't want to fall in and get hurt I've heard of pool guys falling into empty pools when they're doing work there they've stepped in the skimmer when the lid was off all these things can be prevented Again, you want to make sure that when you do take the skimmer lid off, you are not walking around the pool. And that's why one reason why when I vacuum a pool, I like to put my vacuum hose up on the deck into the skimmer versus through the front. Because sometimes while you're vacuuming, you might get distracted and you can step into the skimmer. You can break your ankle pretty easily there. But if your hose is on top, chances are you're going to step on the hose and not put your foot in the skimmer. And that's one reason why I like taking the hose and going above onto the deck versus going directly into the skimmer. Just a little safety measure so that I don't step in the skimmer and break my ankle or something weird like that. So be safe out there and really pay attention to what you're doing and have these routines where you double check yourself, triple check yourself, and that way you can prevent making a mistake or having an accident. Because truthfully, all accidents and all mistakes are probably probably preventable if you're diligent. If you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. And on the banner, click on the podcast icon. There'll be over 1,300 podcasts for you to listen to. And if you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more about my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at get skimmer backslash pool guy again that's get skimmer backslash pool guy skimmer everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app